Okay? How's it going? Life could be worse. <laughs> Life couldn't be worse than it is now, but, but somehow that's okay. <laughs> so again, I guess one thing that, that came up that um, I'll just share in case it may be helpful to somebody. I, over the course of my time with uh, practice in Buddhist traditions, and particularly, especially Tibetan traditions, I've had a quite a number of teachers. And uh, <clears throat> most of them have been Tibetan teachers, actually, Tibetan lamas. <clears throat> and, um, you know, if I think about it one way, it's all very complicated. There are parts of them that, that provoke parts of me, and it's also complicated, and what do I do? I can't bring to mind a spiritual field of care because my teachers are too complicated. Let me just put it that way. I'm not joking. Okay? But then why am I with them? I mean, why, why are they still my teachers? For me, and I'm just speaking from my own experience, but it is related to the practice tradition that I'm also sharing from. The reason is because it became clear to me over some time with them or in relation to them that they had, they had achieved a significant level of stability in, um, in the actualization of their Buddha nature and its qualities. Now that doesn't erase the fact that, oh, there are all these complications and there are parts of them that react to me and that provokes my parts and I'm reacting to them and what do I do with all that? So I can't have a spiritual field of care or whatever. It, it doesn't erase the fact that there are complications like that. But what I've learned to do, and it's actually part of Tibetan tradition, is to zero in on that stable power of uh, unconditional and all-encompassing Love, compassion, insight, discernment, equanimity, the sheer power of it that is in the very ground of their being and that they've learned to actualize. I zero in on that. And that speaks to the um, corresponding capacity in me. It's speaking to it. So I don't need to pretend that they're not real people or that it isn't complicated. Okay, it's, everything's complicated. But I can zero in on that aspect of them, and that's why they're my teachers, because they have that aspect of them. Is that sort of clear? And that is my spiritual field, in terms of flesh and blood beings. And then through them, for me, just sharing from the, my own experience, than many generations of teachers that they similarly zeroed in on that aspect of them, which empowered that corresponding capacity in them, which they were committed enough to, to keep uh, uh, opening to more and more, to becoming more and more transparent to, more and more no matter what happened, no matter what came up, no matter how complicated everything seems to be, getting simpler and simpler and simpler that dimension of them is what made them my teachers. If someone doesn't have enough stability like that, they're not my teacher yet. 
but I can still explore the possibility of coming to recognize more and more their depth, even though they're not stable in it yet, but recognize it in them and, and uphold it in them, and in that way, maybe they'll learn to become more stable in it. But none of us will, unless someone's willing to engage that process, to recognize that you've been seen, that there is a power of care and compassion and discernment here, that that is speaking to that same capacity in you, to be willing to accept, to recognize that, accept it, and let it open you more and more. And then from there, uh, increasingly to learn to see the same depth dimension in others, speak to that in them, uphold that in them, even though they don't have the slightest idea that that's what's happening here. Is that kind of clear? I know all this is challenging, but that's not because the world is so complicated, it's because we've made it so complicated and we're so used to making it so complicated all the time that we have, it's challenging to return to simplicity, but we can. We can, we can return to a much simpler dimension of our being become a more simple person in that way. Come to recognize more and more that all the seeming complications are illusory. It's actually all very simple. It's not complicated. All these relationships, very simple. There hasn't been enough love here. Or discernment, very simple. When there is enough love and discernment here, everything clarifies. And then we can relate to anybody. Or someone who's realized that can relate to us. And that's the direction of practice where we've been engaging in. Exploring how to become simpler in that way. How to become a kind of a loving, holding environment for all of our feelings and senses of self that come up and perceptions. How to become a kind of a holding environment that can hold all that. Very simple. Not complicated. Very simple. And then let it process itself. Let it metabolize itself in its own way. Nothing complicated to figure out. Just learning to cooperate with the basic simplicity that's available here. A simple holding environment. It's always here for us. Just learning to cooperate with that. Become it. Be it. That's the direction, that's the process. I'm not pretending to be all that, but I do have a lot of confidence in the direction, in that direction. That that's a process that can open up more and more and more, that much I know. Okay, so what are these three principles again 
that we've been learning for the field of care practice. Um, shutting off and <laughs> shutting out, ignoring and excluding. Are those the, are the, are those the principles? Has that been our practice? Okay, so that was a joke. Okay, so what? <laughs> Some of you recognize that, others maybe not. So what are these principles again? Accessing, so accessing what? Well, we're, we're, we're learning to let the field of care help us access qualities of love, warmth, compassion, openness, um, well-being, equanimity, transparency, the kinds of qualities that many of you named. So letting the field of care help us to begin to access that, become receptive to those qualities, and that way accessing those qualities from uh, our basic awareness. So then having access to the quality, that's essential, so we need some, some form of field of care that can help us with that. And that requires us to explore that. And if we don't feel like we've been able to connect with that, then maybe, again, I, I tend to suggest the try a caring moment. Simplify things. Caring moment, a caring moment is explicitly basically declaring it doesn't matter how complicated everybody is. Just, it's just this one moment that opened up and, and gave access to qualities like this. So then just settle into the qualities. Let that caring moment do that to you. Recognize that that's what it, had, that's what it did and what it can do now. Uh, there, are, there are many other people for whom a sense of a benefactor or a gratitude that someone's been in her life. I mean, even as I'm saying that, there are a number of people that come to my mind that for me are not complicated. And then the third is spiritual field or the natural world. And then as part of that last one also can just be this very, this very room, this very, uh, the power of the practice of this together, this transmission, and all of us resonating with it to whatever degree we do, that can also be a field of care. But once we've found an option that does begin to give us access, then noticing uh, parts of us or senses of self and associated reactions that then come up that are kind of shutting it off or pointing us elsewhere or saying, no, no, don't, don't do this, this is too much, or no, it's uh, whatever, or I don't deserve this, or I should, I'm supposed to be taking care of others, I should never just be experiencing love like this, or whatever. Just notice that part of oneself and its reactions. And then having noticed comes the third principle. Uh, what's the third principle? Include it. Include it. Just, just include it. It's so simple that it may be hard for us initially to, to, to engage it because it's just it's simpler than we're used to being, many of us. It's, just, it's so simple, just let it be included in this loving holding environment, this loving space, this space of warmth and acceptance. Every part of you loved in its very being, just let it be. Don't, don't have to do anything. Don't do anything to it these parts of us are tired of having things done to them. <laughs> of being endlessly managed and controlled by some other part of us. 
So, not doing anything. So, kind of a practice of not doing. Okay, so is that sort of clear enough? Okay, so. Oh, and just the only other thing I was going to say is just exploring the practice. Then, since we've done it twice and now we'll do it a third time, so now a little bit more granularity, like noticing, feeling more of the awakening qualities of love, compassion, or peace, or equanimity, or simplicity, or responsiveness, or gratitude, or whatever those qualities are, like we've all named. Noticing more of them. And noticing doesn't have to be just intellectual. It could just be letting yourself feel more of them, sensing more of them. So more granularity that way. More... uh, more, noticing more and more of it. And then secondly, noticing more of our reactions and the kinds of, of parts of us, the kinds of senses of self that come up and the kinds of feelings of difficulty associated with those. Just noticing more and more of what's triggered by this practice of, of kind of cultivating a receptivity or vulnerability <coughs> to our own underlying qualities. That helps us to, to notice better the next time we do it. See it sooner not get sucked into total identification with, uh, no, I don't deserve this. That's just me. I don't deserve this. But what is that I? It's just a kind of um, habit of thought. It's not me. It's a habit of thought that arises out of my awareness. What am I on the awareness? So then, thirdly, just gaining more skill at becoming a, 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 a loving, kind of healing, holding environment for all these parts of us as they rise by just including them in this loving space, this unconditional space of total acceptance, total allowing, warmth. A kind of a gentle compassion for all these parts of us. They've all been working so hard. They've been trying so hard to protect us, help us. So there's kind of an underlying sense of compassion for, the, for it all, for all of it. And this is going to profoundly connect us to others, by the way, as we deepen in it. Because they have parts of them, too. That's what they're all going through, too. So establishing this kind of a loving, holding environment for all parts of us. We become much more conscious of more parts of us, but in a kind of a loving, compassionate way. And all the difficulty and struggle that they go through, struggling with each other. Right through that, we can begin to sense what everyone around us is going through. Kind of inner dimensions of struggle and suffering going on in everyone around us. So we're going kind of deeply into this, and it's going to connect us uh, pretty profoundly to many others as it unfolds. Okay, so we're going to do the field of care meditation again, kind of receptive mode of practice with those, that, this kind of focus. 
remember these three options for the field of care meditation. <coughs> so try to identify one now that's effective for you. Really makes you feel like you're held in a kind of a field of fundamental acceptance or warmth or a sense of being seen or everything's just held with warmth. Caring moment, benefactor, spiritual field, natural world. Find something like that. You can, it can can take some time and patience, but you can. Or this very room, even as it's being transmitted, feel that you're held. If you, if you feel that, let, let yourself feel it then. Okay, so just sitting in a relaxed way and come down from the thinking mind into your body. And again, we can do some abdominal breathing, just taking a slow, deep breath, inhaling from the abdomen so it expands. And then slowly, completely exhaling, letting go of all your worries on the exhale if you can. Relax for a moment if you'd like. And then repeat. Please do that a few times. Feeling the abdomen expand on the slow inhale and then exhaling slowly and completely. And now just let your breath settle into its own natural flow while still breathing from the abdomen. And let the feeling of the abdomen moving with the breath, expanding and contracting, just draw you in more and more. Very naturally.
And now, if you'd like, you can bring to mind your field of care, caring moment or benefactor or spiritual field, and not just as a memory, but as present here right now, happening now. So you're being seen and held in deep care, compassion, acceptance and warmth beyond judgments. Just relax into the experience and steep in its loving energies and tender qualities. And let them infuse your whole body and mind. Every part of your body, every cell, every layer of, feel, of feeling and emotion. every part of you loved in its very being. letting these loving qualities unify you with them more and more. By just steeping in them. And if part of you is having difficulty with this practice or starts to draw your attention away, then uh, notice that part of you, that sense of self and what it's feeling in a gentle, welcoming way, deeply allowing it to be here. Since that part of you and its feelings have come up, just let that part of you be gently included in the warmth and acceptance of this loving environment. Just letting it find its own place and process itself in its own way in this loving space. every part of your loved in its very being.
And if you lose the feeling of the loving qualities, just freshly recall your field of care is present here with you. And let its loving power draw you back into the feeling of it. And now just let this loving environment help your mind to trust and relax. And just release all of its frameworks of the meditation or of worries. And let the mind settle back a bit inwardly and come to rest in the background of its awareness. which is naturally wide open and luminous. And just let that background of luminous openness kind of unify you with it a bit more and more by just letting everything be
Thank you. Okay, good. So, I think this would be a good time to go into small groups um, if you would like to become part of small groups. But um, I encourage it if it can make sense to you because a lot can come up in small groups that can be really informing. Um, So the prompts I had for the small group are <coughs> be, uh, let's say, uh, groups of four, basically. Uh, there may be two groups of five, or see how it breaks down, but mainly groups of four. So what happened when you focused on noticing and including parts of you in this loving environment of the practice? What, what happened when you focused on noticing and including? What came with that? And the second prompt is, what else did this meditation show you or raise for you? So what happened when you focused on noticing and including parts of you? Then what else did this meditation show you or raise for you? And any questions come up for you. So those are the three prompts. Is that okay? Uh, so what I'd ask is just uh, go ahead and, and form groups of four, kind of look around and make sure that everybody's included. So kind of gradually figure out ways of forming groups of four for, for this time. We'll let the groups of four meet for 20 minutes. You can also spread out into like the, the front part of this building and uh, or you can take your group to the other building. There's, there's space in the classroom and the uh, areas there and just meet for uh, 20 minutes and try to time yourself and then come back. Okay? Those three prompts. What did you? Uh, what happened when you focused on noticing, including? What else did the meditation show you? And any questions? <coughs> that's kind of a field of care. I think. I mean, I think that's partly why we're attracted to it. Of course, Mr. Rogers uh, generated a field of care in the whole community of his show. Uh, that's very much. Actually, he, I think he was. I mean, it's obvious that's what he's intentionally up to. He aimed to do that for children across, you know, the world. You can find a refuge here. And I love you, you know, I, I, I forget the, his way of phrasing that, but basically, just the way you yeah, get you are, life. right, but yeah, right. actually what he meant was you are loved yeah. just the way you are. That mean, what that means is unconditionally. 
whatever else is going on in your world. That's how it is. He was there to declare that. That was his power. So that's like a benefactor or spiritual benefactor. Just examples. I think Rin Tin Tin was another one for me. Uh, yeah. But Rin Tin Tin used to race with a train and, and somehow hop on the train and save somebody who needed help or something. Um, also, Mighty Mouse. <laughs> yeah. Crusader Rabbit, okay. Lassie. Lassie, yeah. Okay, so I, I think it's really helpful for many of us to hear from others um, as we feel like there might be something um, that uh, would be nice to share out of the small group because others who weren't in my small group um, might benefit from it. Uh, so something that was meaningful to you out of your small groups. I'm not, not asking you to report on your small groups. Just pick one thing that was meaningful to you out of your small group that somebody else said or you said or shared that could be meaningful here, could be helpful for us to hear. And also any questions. So the prompts were what happened when you focused on noticing or including parts of you. Yeah, this will be a recording for Q&A, um, that kind of recording, Matthew. Thanks. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.